Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone. It's Vanessa. We had some technical difficulties this week. And so what I'm going to do instead of you getting our regular episode is read you a sermon that I recently gave using Jane Eyre as the lectionary. I was asked to give... A sermon is part of morning prayers at Harvard University, and what I'll read you is what I said then. It's just a five-minute sermon. I do want to make a quick announcement while I have your attention. We are so grateful because we've gotten really close to our $4,000 a month goal in order to continue making Hot and Bothered and do our next season of Pride and Prejudice. So we, first of all, and most importantly, just want to thank you all who've joined us on Patreon. But also, I wanted to let you know that we have a new tier that we just put up in hope that Pride and Prejudice is coming. We've named this tier Pemberley. And for $50 a month, we will thank you in the credits of every episode of our Pride and Prejudice season of Hot and Bothered. So we're very excited about that. Next week, we are going to be doing our wrap-up episode of On Air, where we will be talking about the entire book as a whole and all of our overall impressions. I'm sorry again that that's not coming to you today. Even the best of us, like us, sometimes have tech problems, as you know. So thank you for your patience. So here is the sermon that I gave a couple of months ago now. The quote that I preached on is this. No reflection was to be allowed now. Not one glance was to be cast back. Not even one forward. From chapter 27 of Jane Eyre. I wrote a book that came out a few months ago called Praying with Jane Eyre. The premise of the book was that I wrote sermons using Jane Eyre as the lectionary instead of my traditional Torah. The reason that I wanted to use Jane Eyre instead of the Torah was simple. I am the grandchild of four Auschwitz survivors, and so can't quite make it through any single service of temple without thinking of one of the most profane places that has ever existed on earth, which takes me out of the prayerful moment. And I think that prayerful moments, moments of deep contemplation and reflection, are important Prayerful moments are an opportunity to have what I like to call better second thoughts. Often our first thoughts are not our most strategic or our most generous, our most inclusive, or our most radical. We need to take a moment of prayer and pause in order for our better, our good 
second thoughts to come to us. So I pray with Jane Eyre and not the Torah so that I can practice that contemplation and then hopefully act on better second thoughts. My book was my attempt at reckoning with the fact that I was raised to judge the neighbors who didn't try to hide or help my grandparents. And yet I am acutely aware that I don't think I'm the kind of person who would have tried to hide or help my grandparents. My first thought may not be to invite in a neighbor at risk to myself. And maybe in crisis, I wouldn't have made space for a better second thought. In Jane Eyre, Jane meets the love of her life, Edward Rochester. They fall in love and are set to get married. On their wedding day, Jane finds out that Rochester is already married to Bertha Mason Rochester. Not only is her fiancé and beloved married, but his wife is locked up in an attic. Bertha is locked up right above where Jane lays her head at night. My favorite chapter of the novel is the one in which Rochester and Jane are sussing out what to do now that Jane knows that he's already married and has locked up his wife. Rochester says, My wife is insane, and yet I'm stuck being married to her forever. Let's you and I, Jane, run away together and live as if we were man and wife. Whom would you offend by living with me? Jane is incredibly tempted, but she decides to leave anyway. She cannot run away with a man who is already married for moral and for logistical reasons. Jane knows she won't be strong enough to resist Rochester for long, so she runs away in the middle of the night. She nearly dies of starvation and exposure after she runs away. My book has been out in the world for months now, and yet something deeply central to my question of how can I use my sacred text, my prayerful moments, to try to make me a person who would hide my grandparents, just occurred to me last week. Why didn't Jane take Bertha with her when she went? Now, in fairness to Jane, Bertha has been known to be violent, and she may have severe mental health issues that would have only made Jane's already precarious situation even more difficult. And Bertha would have been in danger, too. Yes, Bertha wouldn't have been locked up anymore, but at least locked up, she's warm and fed. Taking Bertha with Jane would have been incredibly difficult. Jane would not have been able to steal out in the middle of the night. She would have had to be planful and save some money. She'd probably have had to partner with Bertha's caretaker, Grace Poole, who would have also been risking her livelihood. I am sure that I would steal out in the night alone. Jane tells us that no reflection was to be allowed now, not one glance was to be cast back, not even one forward. And that's fair. If no reflection is allowed, act on that first thought. We all have moments like that, which is why prayer, reflection, conversation are so important. So that when we find ourselves in situations in which there isn't a moment for a glance to be cast back or forward, we've done the thinking ahead of time. 
Jane gets herself out, and that's amazing. So my concern maybe isn't why doesn't Jane take Bertha with her, but why doesn't Jane take a moment once she can to get to her next better thought? My problem isn't that Jane doesn't take Bertha with her, but that she doesn't go back for Bertha either. I know that I don't want the limitations of my first, non-reflective thought to be my reason for not helping the woman who is locked up right above my head. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back with our wrap-up episode next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.